Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The Defense Department prepares to add 500,000 employees to its continuous evaluation pilot by January 1st. The program is part of the Pentagon's effort to add rigor to the security clearance process. DOD says the additional employees would bring the total uniformed and civilian employees enrolled in continuous evaluation to 1 million. Richard Spencer, Secretary of the Navy, thinks the service's ship collisions this summer are part of a bigger military problem. He's ordering a review of sailors' work hours, promotion boards, and everything in between. The review runs parallel to a comprehensive review being conducted on the ship collisions themselves. The Air Force makes a $1 billion contract award to outsource its email systems in the cloud. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The five-year contract is with Dell, General Dynamics, and Microsoft, and the Air Force plans to move more than 700,000 of its users to the new system within the next year. It will also provide services to the Defense Logistics Agency and the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Under the contract, the vendors will provide a private version of Microsoft's Office 365 productivity suite, including voice, video, and instant messaging functions, and records management services. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Federal employees can donate unused annual leave to their colleagues impacted by Hurricane Irma. The Office of Personnel Management sets up an official emergency leave transfer program. It's the second one set up this month to help survivors impacted by recent hurricanes. Individual agencies will tally which employees need leave and who has available time to donate. Lawsuits brought against OPM and a contractor for their roles in the massive data breach of 2015 get tossed out by a D.C. judge. In her opinion, District Judge Amy Berman Jackson says just because the victim's data was stolen does not necessarily give them standing to sue. The lawsuits were filed on behalf of the 21.5 million victims by the National Treasury Employees Union and the American Federation of Government Employees. NTEU has filed an appeal, while AFGE says it is currently reviewing all options. The Veterans Affairs Department fires the former director of the DCVA Medical Center. It's the second time it's fired Brian Hawkins after the Merit Systems Protection Board granted him a stay on his initial removal. VA used new congressional accountability procedures to fire Hawkins this time around. An inspector general report sparked Hawkins' second disciplinary review. The IG says Hawkins mishandled agency information when he sent it to his and his wife's personal email accounts. VA will cut its human resources function in half over the next few years. Assistant HR and Administration Secretary Peter Shelby says the VA Central HR office in Washington is closed. Those employees are getting new jobs elsewhere at headquarters in D.C. Shelby is also creating regional HR offices and consolidating others across the country. VA currently has 172 HR offices and nearly 7,000 employees who work in that function. Another federal CIO is on the move, this time from the Veterans Affairs Department. Rob Thomas, the Veterans Affairs Department's Chief Information Officer and Acting Assistant Secretary for Information and Technology, is retiring in October. A VA spokesperson confirms Thomas's decision to leave government after 35 years. Scott Blackburn, the director of the MyVA Task Force, will take over as acting CIO. Thomas becomes the sixth department CIO to leave in the last few months. And when Blackburn takes over in October, there will be 11 acting CIOs among the 24 CFO Act agencies and the three military services. I'm Jason Miller. One of those acting CIOs, Rod Turk of the Commerce Department, weighs in on the Internet of Things. Turk says agencies need to consider IoT as a commodity and think of cybersecurity around these devices with a risk-based approach. He says despite the chaos and complexity of IoT, the same basic principles of cybersecurity apply. This includes learning how data is accessed and moved and managing that flow of data through the devices. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 
92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. At the Home Depot, we're dedicated to helping you build the skills that get your home projects done right. That's why we offer free and interactive online DIY workshops. During the live streams, our knowledgeable associates help you tackle your DIY projects no matter your age or skill level. You can learn how to install new single pole switches as well as standard duplex and GFCI outlets. Register for free at homedepot.com workshops. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.